to Happy Hour with Brit and Penny. Yay! Yay, welcome Let, guys. Let's cheers. Let's definitely Because it's cheers. Happy Hour. Hi! <laughs> this is episode two. It is, yes. You lucky devils, we're, you. We're in deep. We, we really, <laughs> we're getting it going. We're balls deep. We're all fired up. This is a podcast um, that we kind of talk about career, work, office life, all this kind of stuff. Um, we both work in a very cool company. Uh, we like to say that we're like, good at our jobs. <laughs> we hope so. More or less. Otherwise everyone's been lying to us. Totally. Yeah. At least we hear that sometimes. So that's good. Um, but important to note that we are not CEOs or millionaires. We also haven't done a TED talk. We're not in the Forbes 30 under 30. But we're good. We're great. I feel like we can say that we're successful. We're underappreciated. Yes. Totally. <laughs> we are, we're ready to be successful. I mean, the thing is the general the general thing is that we really we're passionate about like our careers. We want to like grow in our careers. We want to be we want to have that like work satisfaction. Mm. Um, so we're like we talk about this kind of thing all the time. So we thought we'd make a podcast where we talk about it openly mm. and uh, where we also take questions from anybody who wants to ask us anything yeah. about career, office, work, life. Stuff. Just any old person. Any old personal do. Yeah. And yeah. we also feel that like there's so many podcasts and so many resources for inspiration, like from really yeah. successful people that have achieved like traditional success um, and made millions of dollars and run companies with lots of people in them. But there's no one like really just talking about the real experience of working every day under a manager, under a boss, with other colleagues. So totally. we really wanted to like give a bit of transparency to that whole world. Yeah. Yeah. Which people is don't talk everybody's enough about world, it. really. <laughs> exactly. This is the majority of the people's world. Yeah. So it should be yeah. talked about. Welcome to our so world. So welcome. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to your world. Really. Yeah. yeah. Oof, oh, sorry. Your good. world. Yeah. Welcome to your world. It's a bit much, but I like it. Yeah. Maybe that'll be but our tagline. we line. are a bit much. <gasps> that should be our tagline. <laughs> a bit much. A bit much. Uh, I'm writing, you can hear me on the computer writing that down. Yeah. Fabulous. Okay, so I have a question, Brittany. Ask me. It's January. Yeah. New year, new you. Oh, I'm a big fan of the new year, new year. Oh, see, I'm a big fan of the new year, old you, because the old me is fabulous. <laughs> I don't want to change a thing. She's pretty great. If it She's ain't broke. Great. Yeah. Um, so what I want to know is, do you have a New Year's resolution? New Year's resolutions. Well, we talked in the last episode a little bit about how I definitely sort of jumped into the new year with a, like a, with few, gusto. a few too many resolutions, let's yeah. be honest. You were drunk um, though. Everyone's drunk. Exactly. Mm. This is the problem. Um, actually, a few years ago, my friends, we all went out, like I was back in Canada visiting um, for, for the holidays and we all went out on New Year's and I had too much to drink, which by the way, it's quite rare. It is rare for We're me. We're moderate ladies. Because, but not because like, I don't like having a beverage because believe me, I do, but I just, I'm very good at knowing when like, oops, you've had too much, Brittany. Like yeah. now you and need I'm to take yourself home. I'm also deathly afraid of like vomiting and hangovers. Yes. So I I'm like, it. oh no, hell 100% no. 100% degree. Yeah. yeah. So I had several too many beverages at this shindig of a new year's fest. And I just kept like, like I, we went, we did like the after party thing, right? You go to this thing and then you go to somebody's house because of course all the bars close at like 2 a.m., which is just way too early mm. in Canada, you know? So we went to somebody's house and I like announced myself as we walked in and I was like, I'm Brittany and this is my year. And like, 
I do not remember saying that. And let's that be honest. That is adorable. It really didn't turn out to be my year. Let's oh, really fuck. be honest. That's you know? annoying. But it was, it was an okay year. Mm. But I actually do feel like um, this year it could be it. Yeah. You know? Okay, sorry. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I got off track there. The point is that I tried to dial myself back because I got a little too excited about 2019. And then what I did, which I would highly recommend to everyone, mm. is I had a full, like, I gave myself a day. I told everybody, I'm like, no, I'm busy. Like, I, I can't make any plans. All the legions of fans. Yeah. Are like, can I have some of your time? Like, I'm I'm WhatsApping Brittany like, but please. <laughs> yeah, it's just Can Penny. we have brunch? It's just Penny asking for brunch. But, can we, can we, yeah. can we, can we, can but we? But I, I shut her down. I said, no, Yeah, Penny. what a bitch. No. Um, and I gave myself the whole day, like in the morning I went and like did a really good workout and then I took, I actually did this together with my partner slash boyfriend. Um, and we did like a kind of a life planning session. That's so cute. It is. It's something I never thought that I personally would do, Mm. honestly. I I kind of cringe when people like do this kind of thing, Mm. but it's actually so great just to like actually take the time to sit down and think about what you want. And, and, and what I did was actually, I wrote down like 20 things. I don't think it was actually 20. It was probably more like 10 to 15, but (laughs) things that I like have said to myself, I think I want to do that. Yeah. Like something that's like an attainable goal. You have 20 or 10 or 15 things that you want to do. For me, it's like they, they can be small (laughs) things, but just things where you have, if you have too many of them, you're like paralyzed with. So like, for example, I want to write more comedy slash I want to write like a full hour long comedy thing. Oh yeah. We should mention that Brittany does stand up. I do stand up sometimes, mm. but don't expect this to be like super stand up be funny. Mm, she's not funny. <laughs> she's oh, not no. funny. Oh no, I'm not funny. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not funny at all. Um, so I want to do that. You know, I want to like get to a better level in German. I want like all these things That's where you're admirable. like, yeah, those kinds of things where you're, you're like, I want to do those. But if you have too many of them, you're literally like, I can't move forward. Mm. So I wrote them all down and then I chose three things. And if you just, like the idea is, I heard about this somewhere. Someone mentioned Richard, Richard Branson, Branson, but I don't, I don't actually know. Like, also, I, I couldn't like, find yeah. it online. I tried it to look it up. must be Seth Godin. Yeah, he does all the good stuff. <laughs> um, and basically the idea is you pick these three things and um, you're, you're only focused on those three things. So even mm. if you have like free time or you're like, oh, it'd be cool. Maybe I should like start working on that other thing. You're like, no. And you like hit your hand. That was me (laughs) slapping my hand. And you're like, no, you focus on these three things. So you always, everything, you know, you're working towards is those. Mm. And then once you achieve one, you like swap it out. So you're always like working for these three things. Very good. Yeah. And do you do resolutions in a typical sense? No. No. Okay. Oh, but tell about your resolution thing because I love it. Oh, good. Yeah. I was hoping you would ask this question. I love so, it a lot. So basically, I don't like New Year's resolutions because I, I mean, like, I never pull them off. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, and secondly, also, I think it's like very negative to be like, here's so many things I hate about myself. Oh. And here's how I'm not going to be a shit person next year. It's like, what if you just did your best at the time totally. and that was actually perfectly good? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think goals are so much better than resolutions. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Fuck but resolutions. Anyway. Yeah. So instead, my friend Catherine Donnelly, who is an Australian woman, I <laughs> don't know why that's relevant, but she's back at home in Australia and she introduced me to this idea of um, 
having a word for the year. Mm -hmm. So instead of having a resolution, you have a word and it's kind of your guiding star. Yeah. Um, and it basically, every time you're trying to make a difficult decision in terms of like which direction you should take or which approach you should take, um, you think back to your word and you go, does this tie in with my overarching theme for this year? Um, and if so, let's go for it. Yeah. So it just helps you to kind of like stay on track. Um, I love what, it so much. Yeah. And the good thing is it doesn't have to be like fitness. So yeah. for example, like over the years, mine have been ambition when I was really wanting to th see how far I could go in my career. I was like, yeah, I really want to like make this year about brutal fucking just getting there yeah um getting some more money getting a promotion like getting people to think I'm really good at my job mm -hmm. um but then another year was relationships so like how can I not only solidify my personal relationships but business relationships and friendships and so on um and family relationships yeah um and then last year was authenticity so um not sorry not last year 20 yeah, 2018 was authenticity. Cool. Um, and that was all about just like accepting myself for who I am and not trying to be someone else. Love and that, that was awesome because I had always been told that I need to be more like executive-like and professional. Right. And I was like, this feels like I'm literally putting on a mask. I can't do it. So I can't. exhausting. Yeah. And it just was not me. I wasn't interested in it. Yeah. Don't have time for it. And yeah. when I started really just honestly being exactly myself with the jokes, with the swear words, with the like occasional moments of forgetting to do something. Yeah. People didn't care. They were fine with it. And then this year, my word is joy. And that's really cheesy. But I just feel like sometimes you've got to set aside a year for enjoyment, enjoyment. happiness, reflection, and just Good for life. you, Penny. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pumped about it. And it just gives everything such a nice frame. Absolutely. And like, you can, I, I mean, I like when you describe it as like, then when you, you're thinking about things and what you're doing and choices you're making, you kind of are always like, okay, is this like yeah. joyful? Is this going to bring me joy? Yeah. And, and you, you sort of have, 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 like you said, that frame, which yeah. is just so helpful. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. I like so, it. So that's my vibe. If yeah. you want to do the word, it's very straightforward. Pick a word, baby. Pick a uh, word, any word. Actually, our friend uh, recently had a baby and she um, yeah. she was saying her word for this year is survival, which sounds really cynical, but like... I love it. Honestly, like if, you, if you're in a situation, you're like, I'm tired. What can I do to survive? What can I do to prioritize yeah, like, I mean, my comfort and health? Exactly. Nothing's going to change for her very soon in the yeah. near future. The she baby is the there. Baby. Yeah. The baby is there. It's like she's not going to be sleeping. Hopefully forever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So she's not going to be sleeping a lot. She's, you know, she's obviously going to be um, giving the baby so much attention that I think survival was perfect. So do I. I was like, yeah. Yeah, girl. You be do real. It. Yeah. yeah. And I chose, which... Um, had mixed reviews. Oh yeah. Um, what was yours? I forgot. Sorry. I chose calm. Oh, calm. Sorry. Calm. I thought you said calm like communications. Like oh, better calm. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? No, I was like Brittany, don't. Horrible. No, I choose. I I chose um calm. Mm. Um, mostly just because I I tend to have a, a quite hectic and you know busy life and schedule, much like yourself. But um, I think that I. 
if I just remind myself that I actually would like to feel this like sense of nice, like relaxed, yeah. calm about and I my think, life. Yeah, this really applies to Brittany because when she told me this, I just laughed. I was like, you've got like a hundred things you want to do this year and they're yeah. all like big undertakings. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to Brittany, this is really good because Brittany's like, oh, you know, I agreed to do this comedy show on Sunday night. I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. So now she will be like, I'm about to make a decision. I'm going to center it around this idea of calm. Is me doing this comedy show on Sunday night going to make me feel calm or anxious? Yeah, exactly. And it's very clear which of the two it's going to make you feel. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I think you can accept that anxiety and be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm up for it. It's, yeah. It's such a thrill. It's what I love doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And quite often, I mean, it's, it is, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to preface that I do do a comedy show every Sunday night. Um, Which is that bonkers. I, it, I don't want to do anything on a Sunday it's night. It's so hilarious. It is a little bonkers. Like when, this is like one of the things where, remember I talked about last episode how I make decisions like for like adventure and excitement and kind of mm, like for thrills. Love this that. Is, exactly very similar thing yes I said yes to it before I actually thought through what that commitment would mean Mm. but I don't regret it even a little bit it's like it does some Sundays I'm like I don't want to do this Mm. I like I would rather stay here and cook sit on the couch watch Netflix whatever um but I it's only happened like once where I actually went to do the show and didn't feel like that positive excitement afterwards yeah Yeah. so it's not like you know what I mean but but it is a difficult thing yeah so it's just sort of it's it's kind of one of those yeah Yeah. I I just need to sort of just and maybe that is part of it is like when I'm making decisions Mm. to think a little bit more about the fact that I want to have a little bit more like serenity Mm. in my life and also tying it back to those three things that you want to do as well like am I calm and am I able to give my mostest to those three things yeah yeah Exactly. Yeah. Totally. It's so funny because Brittany overcommits and I undercommit chronically. I'm the laziest person. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like anything extracurricular, I'm I'm hating it. I very I'm much overcommit. Such a couch potato. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also it's funny, like the way you talked about learning German and all the things you want to do this year. In my mind, mm-hmm. I've got like my two things that I'm excited about this year on top of work. Yeah. One of them is the podcast. Yes. The other one is a secret. Brittany knows. I know it. (laughs) I know it. But Um, we're not going to tell you yet. It will never be exciting to anyone except me. So that's (laughs) fine. Um, But the things like German and exercise and stuff, they don't even figure in. They're just like, this is the hygiene level of your life. Like these are the things you should be doing. Yeah. And so I just naturally like put them into a category of like, shit, I probably should do, (laughs) but probably won't. Totally. I mean, it's a little bit we'll different do for us sporadically. because, of course, my partner is German. Yes. So this is oh. a little bit, you know what I mean? Like his family is German. He has German friends. So of course, like me learning German means that I like get closer with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, but also if like, I didn't, you get to practice at home. But, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 But the reason that it's one of my goals is not because like, I, like, I think honestly, if I didn't have a German boyfriend, I would be at a level where I'm like, that's fine. That's a good, that's good enough German for like me yeah. to survive in the, yeah. in the city and whatever. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I like really, you know, like I want to have a good relationship with his mom and I want to be able to hang out with his friends and them speak in their native language for sure. and for it not to be like all about the fact that I don't speak. Yeah. 
Well, well you should actually just do that because that I Michael know. said that that's how he learned German. Yeah. It's that no one would, none of Anna's friends would speak English. Yeah. So just make them do it. Yeah. And just be left out. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Force yourself. We've okay. Digressed sorry. A we little. have digressed a bit. But it's a very interesting subject, learning yeah, a language. It is. Language learning. Mm. So what's our first, should we get into our first letter? Oh, absolutely. I'll just get it out. Just, just uncrumple it. I'll Sometimes just unfold it. Cr- oh, unfold. I'm unfolding. Yeah. We never God. crumple the letters. God. Okay. Brittany, okay. this one's for you. This one's for me. Okay. So let's see here. Um, hi, Brittany and Penny. I've heard a lot about personal branding over the years, and I've never known how to feel about the idea. Recruiters and in industry leaders seem to tell everyone that they should have a personal brand, but I've uh, been working for five to six years now without a clearly defined personal brand, and I seem to be doing fine. What are the pros and cons here? Is it just another cheesy hiring trend? Help, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Well, thanks, Ben. What a great, it's a great topic. I love this because you and I might even like disagree and tear each other's hair out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be like, I quit. I'm never doing the podcast with you again. Absolutely. Our ideas are not aligned. (laughs) We can't have a podcast. Yeah, agree with me. Oh, man. Okay, Okay, you go first. Okay, I'll tackle this one first. You tackle it. Ben, here's like, maybe I should. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So let me just preface this that I kind of like work in branding like for our company I do a lot of our brand stuff um so I I you know am a little bit biased um (laughs) but I do think basically if you look at it this way if there are let's say two candidates up for a job I'm gonna like really go for it with this one so Mm -hmm. if there's two candidates up for a job both have equal experience both have you know equal um skill level um and all of a sudden, the recruiter, the hiring manager, or whatever, is looking into these two candidates. It's like, God, I really like they both really ace that interview. And then they kind of like look you up on your LinkedIn, and then they kind of find maybe a, a Medium account and whatever, and they they see that you have actually contributed like things towards your industry that you're in. Right? Let's say you are um, a uh, health professional Mm. (laughs) or something Mm. Um, and you have like written articles opinion pieces about what you think is going on in the health industry right now why that's important what is interesting you what you know and you sort of have put yourself out there in a real way I do believe that that person who has that personal brand quote unquote Mm. will be more likely to get the job oh yeah definitely it just is the case so I think that the thing is Yes, you've been doing fine for the past five or six years, and probably you'd be doing totally fine for the rest of your career without a personal brand. Mm, but do we just want fine? Right. <laughs> exactly. Is that okay with you? And if it is, then that's fine. You just you can stay off of Instagram or just keep it as like a personal fun thing that you do. Mm. Um, which, by the way, one of the um, one of I want, I want to say most successful, but one of the most highly skilled people who works at our company. Has like has basically nothing on personal brand. He is someone who is looked at within our company as like a very valuable mm. employee. Yeah. Like people, yeah. he is like he's one of the top notch peeps, mm. you know, mm-hmm. on our team. So, um, and and yeah, he writes some things sometimes about the industry and things, but that is really not his main focus. His main focus is honing his craft. And. So I'm just saying that there are two ways to approach this. I personally believe that in certain industries, you probably should have a personal brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that 
um, in industries like... I would say like PR and marketing. Yes. Things that are like... Uh, almost considered like creative industries. I was going to say creative industries. I would say personal brand is huge. If you're working in like management consulting or finance or accounting or one of those less creative industries, maybe not so much. Yeah, but like managing management consultants, like how are people finding out about you? If you have some kind of like personal brand out there. That's true actually. Like that would be be massive for you. You know, so I think... I think that that people cringe when they hear about personal brand and they're like, oh, social media, like everybody being so fake, whatever. It's like, you don't have to be, there are people on social media where I look at their accounts and I cringe. Mm. And then there are people on social media where I look at their accounts and I'm like, I feel like I'm getting like a really honest look at who they are, what they stand for and their expertise. And they're giving me some value. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that last bit because I think it'd be worth us saying what is a personal brand? Ah, like, what good. does that actually mean? Totally. So I Googled it. Oh, very good. Yeah. Do you want to read it? Yeah. So um, personal branding is essentially the ongoing process of establishing a prescribed image or impression in the mind of others about an individual group or organization. Yeah. It often involves the application of one's name to various products. It's interesting because like I have such a, um, I, I, I share Ben's, confusion about this I'm like what does this equate to like I definitely think that everyone should know what their values are right like for me I would never work at a certain company because I have values that would completely preclude that from right my decision making yeah um but you know like when it comes to like sitting down and creating a brand for yourself I would avoid that I wouldn't be like what is my personal brand? Well, I'm quirky and funny. Yes. And, and that means you are prescribed to this kind of way of behaving and so on. I think That's authenticity dangerous. is yeah. great. Yes. Um, one of my favorite angles on this is uh, our old friend, Cheryl Sandberg, mm-hmm. um, who's obviously like, she's very controversial. So when I say yes. old friend, I'm being like, you facetious. know, facetious. We don't know Cheryl at all. No. Um, but she, she says a lot of things and I listen to some of them. Yeah. Um, but basically her take on it was, you don't need a personal brand. You need to have a voice. So what is your voice? Which I love. Cause oh, it's like that's good. a little more high level. And the idea of a personal brand, it's like, I'm not a product. I'm a person. That, totally. They're different things. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to sell myself. I'm trying to, you know, build relationships and I'm trying to like show my value yeah. um, and get people to be able to differentiate me from other people, which yes. I think is totally valuable. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that's a really good point. I think you don't have to be like a social media influencer, you know, to have a voice. Mm. And I think that people maybe, you know, you don't have to have tons of followers mm. in order for for you to like for your you know personal brand to be effective mm. for you and to help you in your career mm. um and that is is worth noting I think like I just I, I think I completely agree with Cheryl actually it's about it's about the voice it's about contributing mm. I think that's something that that people often like forget about it's like it's really just about like being a part of the conversation oh for sure yeah yeah just definitely like popping a linkedin post up and being like this is how i feel about this article yeah um and also like what is your tone of voice so i think for Mm. someone like me like my career progression was kind of 
uh, like I dropped out of uni and then I was an office manager and I worked in a bakery and it wasn't like this very kind of structured thing where I got my master's and then I went straight into an internship at some amazing international company. Like I was just a very regular person. Um, And so the idea of like putting on a suit and a tie, well, girls don't really do that, but um, putting on a, a, a shirt and yeah. doing something uh, respectful with my hair yeah. um, and, you know, speaking without saying like or cuddling someone or swearing or whatever, that is definitely not my voice or my personal brand. Yeah. I can't be that person. Yeah. Um, and so it was a matter of like just at some stage of my career, like deciding I'm not going to be that person just because it's natural. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's because it's not because I want that to be my brand per se. Totally. I am choosing that because it's what's makes sense for me. Yeah. Um and once you kind of go down that road it feels very comfortable and you realize okay, yeah. Like I am the sort of person who meets with clients wearing elasticated tracksuit pants right. and they're down with that they're fine they know that's what they expect now yeah yeah um <laughs> no, that's I've warmed a- them up to it you know yeah it's so it's it's so relieving to not have the pressure of trying to be something you're not yes like it's you know just yeah like I think that ugh, that's uh that's so helpful I think in this sort of like your voice, your brand, your whatever. Mm. Just be authentic, yes. be genuine, be honest. And also, like, who is the same person for all of their career? Right. If you don't grow and change and learn, then you're a psychopath and that's gross. Totally. Like, yeah. please, just, yeah. you know, I, I, there used to be this great guy. I won't name his name, but maybe I should because, no, I won't. Yeah, I will. Ricky, he was this, um, he was gay and he wore, like, neon green hot pants to work and he used to put his leg on a chair next to someone like standing sort of straddling and be like are you moist today and he was (laughs) exactly the same with people internally as he was with clients and clients loved it that's so funny and that was the first time I realized that you can clients are people too guys yeah they're real life humans yeah they're not just here for our entertainment and revenue Um, So like they actually really enjoy being related to on a human level. This sounds so ridiculous, but it's true. No, but it's true. Yeah. 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 And and like I think often we get this like idea that we need to like be like, oh, all like prim and proper and look smart and say the right thing and do, you know, and it's it's just not real. And people people genuinely don't like that. Mm. Like who likes to feel like someone's being like putting a show on for them? Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Really what terrible. would you say your personal brand is? Have you thought about it? It's so funny. I mean, have I, like, yeah, I guess. Can I, can I tell you what I think yours yes, is? Yes, yes, Okay, so um, everybody follow Brittany on Instagram. What's your handle? It's at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-I, bow. Like a bow and arrow. Yeah, B-O-W. Yeah. My, my last name is Bowering, so it's just the first three letters. We'll Brittany put it bow. in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I don't even know how to do show notes, but I'm oh, sure we'll, we'll figure it, it out. We'll do it. Um, so Brittany's personal brand is definitely definitely like very friendly and approachable. Yes. Which I love. Um, although I was really scared of her when I first met her. I was like, oh, who is this woman with the beautiful hair? And That is absolute ins- – I mean, we can I know. talk about that at a later I know. date. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So friendly and approachable. Yeah. Um, uh, and – uh, what's the word? Not quirky, but like goofy. goofy. You're fucking goofy. I'm definitely goofy. Um, but smart. 
Aww, yeah, that's that's, nice. those are my words for you. Cool, yeah. I would say, I mean, everybody who knows me knows that I'm definitely a bit of a goof, mm. you know? But also you're like, you're a sharer. A sharer. Yeah, like yeah, in I, general. I, yeah. You like to share your experiences and your knowledge and all that jazz. Yeah, that's, it's interesting. Yeah, 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 I do actually. I do like that. So I am on the Insta. I am sharing stuff. We're for, actually a lot of stuff like in the same tone as what we're doing with the podcast. Yeah. So definitely follow follow that as well. Follow Brittany. And then we'll let you know when Penny gets on there and starts doing some crazy Instagram stuff mm, too. Yeah, next episode. It could happen. Surprise reveal. Surprise reveal. <laughs> cool. What is our next question, Penny? Yeah. Yeah, so I hope that helped, Ben. I think the... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, right. We want to wrap that. I forgot about it too, don't worry. <laughs> um, so, so basically our perspective on this is be authentic, don't feel like you need to lock yourself into like a rigid personal brand. Yes. Just think about what are your values, what's important to you. And it's not about gaining the followers. Mm. It's about just having a voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A little Good. summation. Thanks, Ben. Is summation a word? I feel, I feel like, like it is. I feel like we could make it a word. Perfect. You know? Okay, great. Summation. Cool. All, All right. right. Next question. So let's hear from Caroline. 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 I'm looking to change careers to photography, a passion that I've had for a while. There's a girl from my high school that's a photographer and she's doing really well. We weren't friends necessarily, but we know each other. So I was thinking about reaching out to see if she would offer any advice. How should I go about doing this tastefully? Yes. Thanks for your advice, Caroline. Caroline. Tastefully. Caroline. Love the tastefully. tastefully. Because like, oh my God, isn't the whole world of getting a job, it could go, it could slide straight into the tackiest territory yes, of like could. schmoozing around and kissing butt mm -hmm. and doing this dorky resume, which is like, I am really good at communicating. I think the thing about this is people, I mean, this happens, I think, all the time and I mean since since now I've been working for a little bit of time people are contacting me more mm, about this and yes. what like my advice yes. and what Brittany you do and I get and this I, all the time it's, it's very constant isn't mm. it people want to they want to know how you yeah just how you work and best practices and they want to learn from you mm. and it's a bit awkward because mm. what do you say to someone when you like I literally a lot of the time I want to say look like I don't really have, it's not like I have all of this extra time mm. that I'm able to be like, great, like, yeah, let's have lunch or a meeting or whatever where I'm just going to yeah. be able to give I you think, all this advice. I think, Caroline, the first thing you can safely assume is that if this person is successful to the point where you're seeing her success from a distance, yeah. like on Facebook or whatever, and observing it and going, she's successful, she's probably fucking busy. Yes. Okay? Yes. So that's the first thing you need to take into account. She's busy. She probably doesn't have time to give you advice. Yeah. And that, However, doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that she doesn't <laughs> want to. You know mm. what I mean? And that's the thing I think, like I, when I, when I meet these people or hear from people who really want to like get into tech or they want to talk about um, social media mm. or branding or whatever, I want to, like, of course I want to help these people, mm. but you can't say yes to everything. And there's all of the, like, I have these feelings of like, okay, well, if I say yes to that, then I literally have to like cancel this and move this around. And it's like, it actually is a bit of a catastrophe. Mm. So in these kinds of situations, honestly, my advice, mm. which I think is actually pretty good. Like That's when I what think we're about here this, for, Brittany. Yeah, here's my advice. Mm. So I think what you should do, Caroline, is you should reach out to this uh, person that you know and don't 
like, I mean, be honest, obviously. You can say, like, I'm really excited about photography. I really love your work. That's so, you know, it's so cool that you've been so successful so far. I was wondering if I could come along to a shoot and be your assistant for a day, mm-hmm. for a week, for a month, whatever, you, yeah. you know, whatever you Great think is Great advice. Great yeah. advice. Like, you know what I mean? Because... Caroline, you're going to go to this shoot or you're going to work for one week for this girl. You're going to work for free. Sorry, but it's happening. Um, You're going to learn so much. But also you're offering something. You're offering value as opposed to just one other person who's asking her for something for free. Totally. You know? So this girl who you know is going to be like, oh, fuck, that's actually kind of great. Like she can go get my equipment. She can, you're going to be doing the shit jobs or whatever, but she is going to be, and and then you're in this great position, right? Because Mm. she's actually going to feel like, oh, like I do actually want her to get something from this because I'm not paying Especially if you do a good job. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So make sure you do a good job. Yeah, do a good job. That's a really good point. Yeah, Mm. sorry. That that sort of, yeah, should go without saying. But Mm. you you should do a really good job, work hard, prove yourself. And then you're going to be in this great position where she's going to feel like, oh, I really want to look to, after you. Yeah, yeah. I want her to get something from this. I want to give her like all the things I can and just sort of like, yeah, help her as much as possible. Mm. Unless that, she's like me, in which case she probably won't feel any of those nice feelings. Absolutely you do. <laughs> I don't know what I was about to say. I have no, I am a cold, bitter heart. That's so, you're so full of it. But I don't you, help people. You help me all the but time. But I like you. Okay. Yeah. I know Fair you. Enough. Okay. I yeah. never help random strangers. And when I do, every time I do, I regret it. So, so here's, <laughs> here's my opposing point of Amazing. view. Okay. So like Brittany and I were talking about this earlier. Um, Caroline, like you are so brave for wanting to change into a new industry. This is super cool. Follow your passions, girl. That's great. If you know what you want. Um, I think it's also really cool that you've identified this person as potentially like someone that might help you. Yes. My advice is like, again, like there's a lot of people asking, oh, can I pick your brain? And Brittany and I are very against brain pickers. It's uncomfortable. It hurts. It's itchy. (laughs) Um, I don't want your fingers in there. I don't want your fingers in or around my brain. Like, (laughs) please go away. Um, But then I want you to take a step back right now. And I want you to think, what do I, what is it that I want from her advice? Like, do I want her to encourage me? Do I want her to give me contacts in the industry? Do I want her to tell me what a day-to-day life of a photographer is? So like really hone in on exactly what you want because when people approach me and they have a specific question, I'm happy to quickly reply to their email. But most of the time they're like, I want advice. I want feedback. I want insight. And you're just like, well, honey, I could talk for years about this or we could just get to the point right now. So I literally had this week or last week or whatever – a back and forth like email conversation. I think it was over LinkedIn where this person was like, I was looking for your insights around running workshops. Yeah. I'm like, like what? And, and if then- you've ever run a workshop, you know that this is a whole ocean of <laughs> yeah. shit like, that you can you get into. Me? Yeah. So I said to her, I honestly said to this person, I said, um, I it would be so happy to provide some help if you would send me maybe some specific questions then I would be able to easily respond, you know, and then they were like, what about jumping on a call? And I was like, honestly, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, booked up, but if you send me some specific, but it was like already we'd gone back and forth four or five times. It's like, you could have just avoid this altogether. 
Anyway, yeah. sorry, I interrupted. No, no, that's totally... And I think that's really smart, Brittany. Like, when people correspond to you, you've got to be listening. Like, yeah. what are they asking you for? Is, yeah. So let's say, Caroline, that you're, you've written to Brittany and you've said, can I ask for some insight? And she says, can you get specific? Get specific. Don't right fucking away. ask her for a call. Don't beat around the bush. Yeah, no yeah. Skype call for you at that stage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I have an, a funny story about this. Um, we have a colleague whose name is Dee. And um, I got an email a few weeks ago um, saying, hi, Dee, um, can you oh, help no. me with this? And it was like this shit question, no value exchange, no effort whatsoever. It was like a two-line email from yeah. some student. Yeah. And I was just like, absolutely not. You have not done the work necessary, including getting my name right yeah. to warrant my time. And then I saw one of our colleagues taking a call with her this afternoon and I just shook my finger at him. I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> like, and uh, yeah, he regretted the call and she'll never get a job with us. So, you know, like this is, it's kind of, it is quite high stakes. Yes. The interactions that you have with people, um, they mean something. You're totally. ref- like you're giving a first impression all over town. So absolutely like figure out exactly what you want. And I think if you're looking for something like encouragement, this is not the person. You need to A, yes. find it within yourself. B, find someone to encourage you that actually knows you. Yeah. She doesn't know you. She doesn't know what's right for you. Yeah. So make sure that you're talking to like a really trusted friend, an old boss, someone who believes in you, yes. someone who gets you. Yes. Um, but if it comes to like day-to-day stuff, can you Google that? Can you do the legwork? Oh, and and, I'm and so that, happy that should be our hashtag that. actually. Can you can Google, you Google that? that? I'm so happy you said that because the amount of questions I get that are Googleable, yeah. I'm like, really, yeah. guys? Or that someone's already said. Totally. Yeah, there's shitloads of stuff oh, on YouTube, like people so doing true. a day in the life. Some of it's crap. Um, there's this For particular sure. video. Have you seen that girl who's like a day in the life of a UX designer? Yeah. Oh my God, it is so bad. She shows us her makeup routine. I'm like, girl, this is really not doing any favors for any girls anywhere. Right? I know. It makes us look You're embarrassing us. Yeah, you're embarrassing us girls. What's going on here? Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, Mm. that's awful. But I'm just so glad you said that because that's, yeah, if you're able to go, like, don't, like, don't ask her. I mean... You can maybe ask her about her equipment, but that's also, that's a really, like you can Google that. What's the perfect equipment for a first time photographer or whatever, like those kinds of things. Like Mm. I think it's more about, yeah, the day in the life, the lifestyle, maybe even like, can you tell me. Where did you find your first client? Exactly. How did you get your first job? Exactly. Like, like what would be like three things you wish you knew Mm. when you started, you know, maybe less like three things I, whatever, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, ask like, what did you wish you knew before you mm. started doing uh, photography? Yeah. Like and these also, are questions. Oh, we were talking about this as well. Um, when did she start being a photographer? Because if she started mm. 10 years ago, things might have drastically changed. Like she might've been walking around town yes. with like a physical portfolio. Yeah. Um, and things might've been really different then. Like Instagram has happened. Yeah. So Definitely, um, this is another thing. Like sometimes people think that they need to speak to really successful, high-level, high-flying public figures in order to get advice. But actually find a peer role model, someone Mm -hmm. who's like one or two steps above where you want to be. Yes. And then chat to them because they'll remember the struggles. Exactly. They'll remember. So I don't think it was Richard Branson, but 
someone like him. This is the, sorry to interrupt, but remember I was saying that from the confidence class, I got something really good. Oh, okay. It was that peer role models. Oh, good. You should stop looking all the way up and just look a little up. Yeah, because it was, I think that it's someone, like um, I heard this as well about this kind of, this same sort of topic. So it was like, you know, Richard Branson isn't the person you want to talk to about starting a business. No. He has no idea how to, t- how start to do one it in this day and in age. In this day and age, exactly. Absolutely not. He, he literally knows nothing about it. Mm. That's not the person that you want to talk to if you want to start a business. No. And that's the same thing with every industry, with every like role. You know, mm. you want to find someone who's just like maybe started a year ago. You know, so they know what's going on in the industry today, Mm. what's going on for people starting in the industry today as well. Yes. Like, oh yeah. Totally. Great. Really great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's our viewpoint on, uh, like kind of brain picking. Yeah. Like getting, or yeah. Asking (laughs) for advice. advice From a stranger. From a stranger. Exactly. So basically we would recommend, let's, let's summarize, Mm. you know, how we love to do that. Mm. So basically we would recommend offering something to them. So yeah, whether something it's your of value. Help, yeah, yeah, whatever mm. that, or maybe even an introduction if you know yeah. someone who might be interested, they might be interested in meeting. For sure. Um, yeah, as well as, what else did we say, Penny? You said... Um, <laughs> Brittany's forgotten what we talked about. Oh. Um, no, so what did we say? So we were talking about the idea of like breaking oh. down what kind of advice you need. Yeah. So our thoughts were if you need uh, like very practical uh, information about the industry, maybe Google it. Yes. If you need contacts, this is not the right person to ask because there's no way she's going to give you her contacts at an early stage of your career. Yeah. And if it's encouragement, go to someone who you actually know, like family, friends, you know, Absolutely. an old boss or someone like that. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for that question. That's a great question. I think a lot a of people, question. um, like a lot of people think about that or want to do it or aren't sure how to approach mm. it. Um, and it's, it can be really helpful. I think uh, there's also a, something that I see on Twitter all the time because I follow a lot of writers um, and journalists is, oh, you want, you want advice? You want me to give you information? Here's my consulting fee. Yeah. It's like sometimes things are free and sometimes it's paid advice, yeah. paid guidance. Yeah. Um, and so you can't always expect to get that stuff. Absolutely. For nothing. Exactly. And you you got to at least buy them a burrito or something. Right? Buy me a burrito. The (laughs) other thing, the funny thing about it that I think uh, is kind of, it reminds me of a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode Mm. where he's like, the thank you isn't reflected, uh, like, isn't properly reflected in, like, the... um, like what I did, the, yes. you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, the magnitude of the thank yeah. you is not like. And it's like, and I find that happens all the time. Oh my you do, God. You do something where like they ask you a really like in-depth question and you go all, you're like, you know what? I'm all in. I'm going to answer this. I'm going to do it, you know? Mm. And you answer this question and then it's back. It's like, like thank cool, you. thanks. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, what? what? <laughs> that took me 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why that's I don't so help funny. people, Brittany. Well, I mean, I don't think that that's the solution. Well, we can talk about that not helping people. No, but I, I love we... not helping people. <laughs> I'm so calm. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is your word for the year. That's fair. Maybe I should help less people. I don't think that's the answer. Help less people. <laughs> that's our tagline. Yes. Tagline for today, that's help less yes. people. <laughs> A bit much, but help less people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks so much, you guys, for listening to our second ever episode. Thank you. It was a real pleasure. And if you want to send us your questions, 
check out that email in the description. You can send them in. We are so excited to hear the kinds of things that you want us to talk about. Like, what do you want us to answer? Yes. Like, let us know. Because we secretly do love helping people. We do. Just between you and me. Don't tell anybody. Also, do you think the magnitude of that thank you was enough? <laughs> <laughs> thank okay, you. Bye.